First today, after months of speculation, the new Governor of the Reserve Bank of Australia has finally been announced. The government has confirmed that it's not renewing Philip Lowe's appointment. Instead, his deputy, Michelle Bullock, will take the top job. Ms Bullock's challenge is to get inflation back under control without more interest rate rises and to avoid recession. Our senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan, leads our coverage. We spoke a short time ago about what we know of the first woman to head the Reserve Bank. Well, Sally, yes, indeed, the first woman appointed in the RBA's 63-year history. Michelle Bullock becomes the RBA's ninth governor. She joined the RBA as an analyst in 1985 and until today as deputy RBA governor, she's been very close to Philip Lowe, actually seen as a bit of a protege and like Mr Lowe, an inflation hawk, which is, of course, the main job of an RBA governor. Ms Bullock recently said the jobless rate might need to rise to 4.5% to get inflation down to the 2 to 3% target, a stance of doing the job that made Philip Lowe so unpopular. Events moved pretty rapidly this morning and Cabinet met briefly to endorse Michelle Bullock's appointment on the recommendation of Treasurer Jim Chalmers. The Prime Minister held a press conference in Canberra with Dr Chalmers to end the speculation and to welcome Ms Bullock to the country's toughest and most scrutinised role. This is a history-making appointment. Uh, Michelle Bullock is the person best placed to take the Reserve Bank into the future. Uh, Michelle is an outstanding economist, but also an accomplished and respected leader. Uh, Her appointment best combines experience and expertise with a fresh leadership perspective at the Reserve Bank as well. Now, this is the right call, uh, but it's not an easy call, and I want to acknowledge that as well. This comes after months of deliberation and consultation, and we have come at this uh, in the most methodical and considered way that we could. That's the Treasurer, Jim Chalmers, there. Uh, Peter Ryan, how has Philip Lowe reacted to the appointment of his deputy and his own demise? Well, Sally, uh, not surprisingly very gracious. He's not holding a press conference today, but Mr Lowe said in a statement the Treasurer had made a first-class appointment that the RBA is in very good hands as it deals with the inflation challenge. And Michelle Bullock uh, was in Canberra for a photo opportunity with the Prime Minister and Treasurer, and she said she was deeply honoured. Now, Philip Lowe's term ends in September, so there's plenty of time for a smooth handover, which might have been tricky if it wasn't Michelle Bullock and an outsider had been appointed. And Peter, there were some big names being considered uh, apart from Michelle Bullock. Will this appointment calm nerves about the independence of the Reserve Bank? Well, Sally, I think uh, Michelle Bullock's appointment will be seen as being prudent in line with ensuring the RBA is not only fully independent but seen to be independent, important in sending a strong message to local and global markets that while Philip Lowe is not being renewed, there's a smooth transition and no shocks. But yes, earlier some big names, the Treasury Secretary Stephen Kennedy, the Finance Department Secretary Jenny Wilkinson, both highly regarded, but there were concerns that uh, they might have been too close to the, the 
the Treasurer and the Prime Minister, especially in the circumstances of an independent RBA governor being axed and their appointments could be tarnished as being uh, too political. And also, with Philip Lowe now gone, doing the job of raising interest rates to tame inflation, highly unpopular, and the need for independence. Earlier, the opposition leader, Peter Dutton, said he was worried about a departmental mandarin uh, being the wrong move. Approval from the opposition isn't required or wasn't required for this, but um, that worry's been neutralised with Michelle Bullock. And we should note Jim Chalmers has always said that he wanted this to be a bipartisan appointment, if possible, ensuring that the shadow treasurer, Angus Taylor, has been briefed along the way. And Peter, finally, uh, Philip Lowe is a highly respected as a central banker, but how much did he contribute to his own demise? Well, it was that big uh, comment at the height of the pandemic that the RBA's cash rate would probably stay near zero or low until 2024. We'll be hearing a little bit more about that shortly, uh, but also uh, that put borrowers into a world of pain after 12 interest rate rises since May last year and the result Mr Lowe being very unpopular paparazzi and TV crews outside his home. It's now up to Michelle Bullock to get inflation down uh, without um, creating a recession and of course she may be the Reserve Bank Governor to be cutting interest rates maybe in the second half of next year, something that Philip Lowe won't be able to take credit for. That's our senior business correspondent Peter Ryan there. Well Philip Lowe began as Reserve Bank Governor in 2016. So how will his term be remembered, particularly that ill-fated signalling that interest rates would remain close to zero until 2024? Shane Wright is Senior Economics Correspondent with the Nine Newspapers. There's plenty of mortgage holders out there who who are very angry about the advice that he gave, suggesting, right, we're going to have interest rates at a very low rate for a very long period of time. It even predates uh, the point where he said the next three years are out to 2024. and But that was his best guess at the time. And I've actually got a bit more leeway for him because a lot of central banks got that call wrong and a lot of central banks didn't comprehend just how much cash they'd been pumping into the economy on top of, say, the problems that China had with its supply lines, and then you got hit by Vladimir Putin's invasion of Ukraine. It was a perfect storm which really hit them. You've been reporting on him for several years. What's your impression about what makes him tick? He is eternally an optimist. He's an optimist about the Australian economy. He's optimistic about people in general, quietly spoken, a very smart person who um, who tries to do his best by by the country. Like at the end of the day, the Reserve Bank Governor is pivotal to the working lives of almost every Australian. So he does take and does wear that uh, responsibility very heavily and you can see how hard he tries to do his best. So he's also been caught out by his luck. He's had bad luck, covid a war, the failure of productivity to really take off around the globe over the last 15 years, this global slowdown, that has made his job much tougher compared to someone like, uh, for instance, Ian McFarlane, who took over and uh, headed the bank for a decade when, in part from the dot-com bust, the global economy was fairly steady. What about what was happening internally? How would you describe him as a leader and head of the Reserve Bank as an institution, the way it was being run and managed? Look, you can see that there were changes made under low that are very good and have been picked up and will drive the 
uh, aspects of the review that the bank is now implementing, uh, a lot more transparency, prepared to talk and engage a lot more. This is the first governor to do a press conference and did a, a series of press conferences to try to explain to the media and to markets and to the public where the bank was going. Internally, though, you can see if some of the critics at the moment have clearly have not read the, the Reserve Bank review that came out talking about the cultural issues that in the bank, the, the group think that goes on right at the top of the bank. So this is not just Philip Lowe, but this is the executive team and a board. As much as people want to put all blame on Phil Lowe, he sits at the top of a board and the appointees to that board, uh, none of them have been taken into account for what their role in the key decisions that have been made over the last few years. That's Shane Wright there, Senior Economics Correspondent with Nine Newspapers.